It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And I know I pretty much, you know, demolished every pro-choice motherfucker in the world with my last episode about abortion and everything like that. But I have more I want to say, okay? And I've, and I've really figured it out. And and this is this is going to sound shallow to some. It's going to sound deep to others. And I, I just, you know how I feel about it, guys. I don't never give a fuck, right? So here's the thing about it that I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to get into, and I want to show you guys something here. Um, I'm gonna show you guys a, a different type of parallel, right? So, what if I told you that majority of this battle is another attack on masculinity? It has nothing to do with women feeling like. You know, they want to have the option to get abortions because, you know, when I really thought about it, I said, you know, okay, they want the option. Right. But let's just say there's 100 women in the world right now that are going that are pro-choice. I'm just giving you a small number because it's easier to work with for me and you. Um, Let's just say there's 100 of them. All these women that are going crazy on the internet in real life, you know, in Atlanta, they just had a big ass protest. I wish somebody would have aired that mother effer out, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Niggas pussy. I would have aired that shit out. I ain't gonna lie. That shit have went viral, nigga. I would have aired that motherfucker out. Pow, pow. I wouldn't have killed nobody, but I would have just shot above their head. I know how to shoot. One thing about me, I know how to shoot. I would have shot right above their head. They would have thought, oh my God, somebody shot a crowd. It would have viral. Fucking viral. And yeah, sent them jokers back to hell where they belong. Right. Because this is a war. This is a war. It's officially if it's not a verbal war. It's about to get physical as hell. I'm telling you, it's about to get physical. It's not just there's been an Internet. When you men are you, you, you women are this shit think it's serious, nigga. Real serious. OK, until Isaiah chapter four, verse one manifests itself. It's going to get sincere. And you know who going to win. <laughs> Come on now, you know who got this, but we don't want to got this. That's the point. That's what they don't understand. Like, that's what women need to really get into their fucking heads. You're the only one that wants to be enemies here. You're the only one that wants to be enemies. Let me let me go off topic really quick. They say guys like me, uh, Kevin Samuels, Tommy Sotomayor, hell, any man who's not out here just praising, worshiping women on their hands and knees, basically, hate women. Do you really, let me ask you this serious question for everybody who says it. Do you really believe that? Like you really believe that or you just want to believe that because you don't want to believe the other part that actually we're the best thing for you. Um, Guys like Myron from Fresh and Fit, whatever, all these guys get this label in my own personal life. I get this label of hating women, even my home girls who grew up with me. I had to check one of them one time and I'm going to say her name too, Sydney. She came at me talking about some... um, you know, I just feel like you hate women. I'm like, I talk to you every day. You've known me since I was a kid. Where do you get off thinking that I hate women? You know what I'm saying? Where where does that where does that come into your brain? Like, because what, because I'm not on here worshiping you? Like, you know what I'm saying? You've seen with your own eyes, or you've heard rumors, or I've told you the things I actually have done for women. Now here's what here's the crazy thing about it. The men who worship y'all don't employ you. They don't ever stop and feed you. And when I say feed you, I'm not just talking about buying a girl that he likes some food. No, I'm talking about women that are in need. Okay? They don't start any organizations nor join any. Half the time, all they do is tell you how precious you are on the internet. 
They don't do anything else. They don't give you any constructive criticism. They're nothing more than yes men. Would you want, I mean, I don't know, maybe you tell me otherwise, but do you really want a life full of yes men? You know how many have a life full of yes men? You walk through life thinking, hey, I'm right here. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay over here. Oh, you know, I can do this and a third. Then when shit hits the fans and you're like sitting there like, wait, why didn't nobody tell me this album sucked? Why didn't nobody tell me, you know, this, that, and the third. Why ain't nobody tell me if I go down this street, you know, these niggas gonna try to rob? Like, nobody told you anything because everything you say is just, is just, you know, it's the Midas touch. You know what I'm saying? It's just golden words and, and, and it's a golden goose egg. So, like, nobody told you anything and they just let you just sit there and self-destruct. You know, that's not what a real friend does. That's not real love. And that's how you know that women don't want love because love does come with criticism. Love does come with um, discipline and things like that. Love doesn't just come with just, hey, free for all. No, 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 no. Because if that was the case, God, Jesus, all these people that so-called love you in the Bible, whatever, and I'm not saying so-called, I don't believe it. I'm just using that term loosely, uh, so-called. Um, They wouldn't have done anything for you. They would have just came to, Jesus would have came to earth and partied. What, what, what do you teach people for? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what love is. Y'all don't listen to God. You don't listen to man. So who do you listen to? You know how many of these women I talked to yesterday? I talked to so many women yesterday. And at some point, almost every single one of them admitted that without me getting to them do, that they don't believe in God. That God is, as one of them even clearly stated, he's the, um, oh, matter of fact, I screenshotted it. Well, one girl said, yeah, he's an imaginary man in the sky. But another girl said, God is dead. He um, um, and he always will be. Get over it. That's what they, so. These are the type of women that are promoting this type of stuff. By the way, you know you don't really see God fearing women promoting this kind of stuff. You see a bunch of satanic women promoting this kind of stuff. And I told you guys about this on the episode that I that I did yesterday, right? So here's the thing about it. What I what I've really come to the conclusion is because this is the main talking points that you see. Stop. Men need to stop telling women what to do with their bodies. Well, first of all, here's the thing about it. And this is how, you know, women have so much hatred for men that sometimes they don't even see what their peers are doing. Actually, what's funny is most of the people that are very vocal about this right now and are pro-life and they're vocal about it are women. Honestly, out of all my guy friends, I'm the only one that I've seen even vocal about it. Okay. I have female friends that are vocal about it, but I haven't seen any of my guy friends speak about this. Even the ones who have podcasts and things like that, they usually speak on these type of subjects. So, but why are you saying talking only focus on the men as always, just like black women do with black men, just like white women do with, with their feminist movement. They, they only focus on the men and they ignore the millions of women who also feel the same way. Okay. For some reason, it's like women are, you know, what that comes down to, right? What it comes down to is this. The women hate us men and are intimidated by us men and want to rule over us men so bad, so much more now than ever because they really feel like they actually have a chance to do it. And the world allows them to hate us. The world tells them, yes, you can openly say certain things and you can openly disrespect certain people. And, you know, just look at it like the world will let women type certain things on the Internet. They won't let us type back about women. Women can tell you to go die. Women can tell you kill all. Hashtag the hashtag kill all men 
was a relevant hashtag for like four years and it still exists. It's just nobody really uses it anymore. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, you can't make a hashtag kill all the women, bro. They'll, 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 the content would get shadow banned. You'll get, no, like, you can't even type it out. Like, before you could post it, Instagram would send you a message saying some shit. Like, I forgot what it'd be saying, but y'all know what it'd be saying if you're on the internet, right? So here's the thing about it. Here's my thing. They hate us so much, but here's what it is. You know the real reason why women are scared to check each other? I'm going to tell you why. Because whether they agree or disagree, and I've talked to you guys about this before. I said women are on, women are on code. You got to respect the fact that they are on code for themselves. I don't agree with their code, but you got to respect anybody who sticks to something even, you know, even though it might even be stupid. Sometimes I I, I respect the motherfucker who just stay stupid. I'm like, damn, that nigga, he is, he's, he's on it. Because the smart motherfuckers be folding. You know, and the reason why I respect it is because I wish that we were like them and we were as steadfast as them. I mean, if you could be steadfast in stupidity, why can't you be steadfast in logic and 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 and, and education and information? You know what I'm saying? And data. At the end of the day, here's the thing about it. Right? What it comes down to is this. They have such a throne right now. They have so much power, they finally are seeing certain things go their way. That even though they literally will sometimes stand on the complete opposition of each other. And notice the only women who speak out against women are the women that are usually on the right side. So in this situation, the pro-life women are like coming at women, obviously. But the other ones, they don't even want to mention women. They keep talking about men, men, men need to stop this. Men need to da da da. They don't they're not even it's like, bro, did you just pass those millions of tweets and these millions of protesters that are women, these organizations that are literally started by women that are telling them to get rid of abortion. Are you are you going to pass up all the lawmakers in every state, all the people on the Supreme Court, all the people in the world that have any position of power that are also women like you're going to pass up all the Congress women like it's no longer a world where every politician and every judge is a man. It's been that way for a while. And there's a lot of women that are openly, matter of fact, it's crazy. I'm going to use a clip from a woman in a few minutes here. Okay. All right. The lovely, intelligent, very wise, very logical Candace Owens is going to speak in a minute. I don't know. I don't have her like, like I know her, but I'm saying I'm going to play a video i made it sound like she's gonna come on in like oh that'd be dope boy that'd be dope i don't see i don't believe in like women like leading nations and stuff like that but you know what's so funny as even though i say that the only people in this world right now that i would love to see president besides donald trump are women isn't that isn't that funny and I, there's no nigga or man i could think of that i would want to see as president right now or if i could like give somebody like complete rulership over the world there's it, actually the two people i, I would well, three people I would most likely vote for or would recommend for us to vote for are all women. It's funny. You know, Gabrielle Fox. Y'all need to look her up. And she fine as hell, too, by the way. Um, Angela Stan King and obviously Candace Owens. All right. These are the three women that I would shoot into office. Uh, move all you niggas out the way. I'll be their personal security. Move, nigga. Back up. 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 <laughs> all right. We're moving Candace Owens into the office. Come on, Candace. Like, <laughs> I'll be pushing you niggas out the way to get her in the office, okay? I love that lady, all right? 
And for all you black women talking about, she don't love you. Shut your ignorant ass up. That's your problem. You don't know what love is. You think that love is worship and praise. No, love is Candace Owens. Love is Kevin Samuels. Love is me. Just like we are also love is God. Love is Jesus. Love is going to tell you where you mess up and love is going to hold you accountable. It's as simple as that. That's how we see growth in life. We don't see no growth telling everybody that everything they do is okay. But here's the thing about it. The other side of women, the more demonic side of women and Jezebel spirited women, these rebellious women, these I'm independent, I'm high strong, you know, all this type of stuff. You know, those type of women, the reason why they're scared to say anything to other women and even sometimes, yes, the women on our side of the coin are also scared to say anything to other women. It's not really necessarily scared. What it is, is once again, they're moving into such a place of power. It's like, you know what? Even though I dis, I'm, now I'm just speaking from a woman, right? I'm, I'm pretending like I'm a female saying this. Okay, even though I don't agree with sis, I'm gonna just kind of stand back because at the, end of, at the end of the day, I want one of us to win because one of us means all of us win. So, it, I mean, it's a, it's kind of hard to put into words for me sometimes. I know, I get it. Y'all think, oh, this nigga should have his way with words. He's a poet. He's a rapper. He writes books. He writes stories. He writes everything. You, you, nigga, just, your, your gift is words. Everybody has a different gift. My gift was words. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, it's hard to put into explanation. But basically, just realize that ultimately, just to keep it very simple and something we can all understand, is when you sit there and you decide to say, something about women as a woman, you're going against the grain. You see what I'm saying? You're going against the gang. You're, you're going against your empire. I mean, it's like being a coon in the black community or a sellout. You see what I'm saying? That's why they get to calling them pick me's every time they agree with anything a man say. You know, they shame women who don't who like men. <laughs> they shame women who love men. They shame women who speak up for men. They shame women who agree with anything men say. As long as those what those men say um, holds women accountable. Now, if the men are saying things like women are beautiful, I mean, yeah, they, they know there's no pick me there. Isn't that funny? But as soon as the man says, you know, I think modern women, um, have lost value and other women say, yeah, we have, you know, we have lost our value, you know, which is true. You know, they have, um, at that point, then you have women, who would want to argue and, and go into all these? Well, what about men? Well, I mean, what about men? I, mean, I didn't mention anything about men. I mentioned something about women. You know what I'm saying? So why would I, why would I, you know, like, what are we talking about here? You know what I mean? So the thing about it is this. If you really pay attention to a lot of the talking points that keep bring, getting, you know, and this is how you know who's really about this, this pro-choice thing. And you have to kind of respect the fact that that's their opinion, even though it's stupid, versus the majority of them who this is just another attack on men and the throne that we've had for hundreds of thousands of years. Okay, and 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 for y'all who say, well, break that down to me. Well, that's what we came to do. All right, so that's what we came to do. And before, well, should I do it now or should I wait? Let me. Okay, well, let's just keep talking, right? So here's the thing about it. The the women, what are they screaming out? And this is why I tell people sometimes you got to look beyond what people are claiming to, to be about. You know, you have to look into 
you know, what are they screaming for compared to what they just simply talk to you for? Because I posted a tweet yesterday and I said basically like, you know, to be honest with you, basically, I basically, you know, got really leveled with people and in my tweet and said basically along the lines that this is something that I, I understand is serious, but let's keep it real. Majority of y'all fighting for this won't actually do it. You just want the option to do it, right? You won't actually do it. And um, and and basically, you know, what, what it comes down to is this, right? When I say they won't actually do it, most of the women that are fighting for this, they wouldn't actually get an abortion if they got pregnant tomorrow. You know, they just want to know that they can. And it, it, it now just becomes this rebellious thing because, you know, you wouldn't even do it. So why do you even care? At that point... Why is this conversation in America not just simply that? A conversation. Hey, I think that we should have the right to get our abortions. Hey, well, I think, you know, babies should have the right to come to earth. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, too. You know, okay, well, hey, brother, sister, whatever, female, all right, y'all have a good day. But it's become this, this like, split. I even seen one girl yesterday, if you're a man and you're for abortion, fuck you. Like, what about the women who are for abortion? And their their argument will be, well, they have a pussy, so they should have an opinion. And it's like, bro, you don't make any sense because if right now, if every man was to drop dead or get put into an underground bunker, you still have a war on your hands and it will be these women. So what, what happens then? So it's like it becomes this, this the constant with modern women is always this goalpost being moved. And it's like, well, what about this? Uh, what was that? Well, what about them women over there? Well, um, they're women. Uh, well, well, you know, what if we all drop dead right now? Well, then nah, 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 nah. You, you don't even know the fact that there are more conservative people in the world than liberals. Just liberals have more of a platform. OK, you know, when you majority of this country is still conservative and that includes the women. So if right now, if men were to even not even drop dead, but we just shut the fuck up backed up and let only women vote about this, only women talk about this, you still will more than likely get outvoted. Then you got to think about all the women who love to sit up there on the internet and talk and be fake woke and be fake angry, but truth be told, they're not finna go get on the internet. I mean, they're not finna go vote. You know what I'm saying? It's like all these niggas who was against Trump or whatever that didn't go vote. Like, you know, a lot of people, it's, it's enough for them to get on the internet and drag other people and call other people names and say heinous things and hit below bell shots and project and assume, but to actually go do what it takes. And this is why I used to be so into being active in the community. Um, I have not been active in the community in the last year and a half. However, for the longest time, anybody who knows me knows I was out at every event. I was speaking at events. I was doing everything because I felt like I didn't want to be that nigga who has so much to say on the internet, but I've never put in no legwork. You know what I'm saying? And, and, oh my gosh, I feel like every time I start to shoot an episode, somebody starts backing up a truck. What kind of truck is that this time? Let me see. A school bus? Oh my God. Do people still ride school buses? Isn't it like COVID going on or some shit? Anyway, so like, you know, these people, these people, um, they don't, it's not about abortion, ladies and gentlemen. It's really not. This is another 
act of rebellion. Oh, these fucking men. That's why they keep talking about men. You should be focused on your abortion. Because you have to be a liar to tell me you don't see all these women out here that are pro-life. And for God. So why do you keep talking about the men? Get off men's dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all just be riding dick. Like, and I mean that not in the, in the way that you should be riding it. Clearly, if you want to worry about abortion so much, you taking dick, right? See, that's the thing about it. They let all these people who have no say, who don't have... If you're a lesbian, whether you're a pussy or not, what are you talking about abortions for? If you're a gay man of shit, what are you talking about abortions for, right? But when it's on the other side, oh, stay out of women's business. Stop telling women what to do with their body. The gay man tell you to do with your body every day. They don't even realize that. But oh, he gets a pass because he wears a rainbow flag. That's you know that's the new access pass to life, y'all. That's the mark of the beast, damn near. <laughs> I mean, shit, might as well be. I mean, it, it ain't what gets you to buying stuff like they say the mark of the beast do. But it's your pass to to be an outspoken individual in societies. Well, I'm a gay. Oh God damn it, we can't say nothing to him. He can do whatever he wants. He can call girls bitches. He can threaten them. He can fight them. He can talk shit about them. He can gossip. He can expose stuff. He can do all kind of fuckery that, you know, when we do it, it's such a fucking problem. If it's a problem when one person does something, let me tell you something. This is is something you guys need to look at in life too. And this ain't just with um, this type of stuff or anything political. And this could be in your own individual life. If somebody lets one person do things, but they don't let the other person do things, trust me, that thing isn't the problem. It's the person. That's it. They they just don't like that person. It's very simple concept. I think all of us can agree with that. If 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 your mom, if you have a brother, damn near equal in age, and your mom says, "I don't like when people wear shoes in the house." She shouldn't like when nobody wears shoes in the house, right? Especially somebody who she's not, she should not be intimidated of, aka her son. The police come up in there, she's not gonna buck on them like that. But you know what I'm saying? Or even like if maybe if your daddy came up in there, she won't talk to him like that. But y'all too, y'all up under her authority. Just so, so why does Steve get to do it, but 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 Adam don't? Favoritism. She don't like Adam. It's as simple. And a lot of y'all think, well. well no, a lot of parents don't like their kids, okay? That's why you see so many of them ready to go out here and fight for abortion, all right? Because there's no way you could tell me you love children and you and you, and you want to be able to kill them so you can live a life. Because th- once again, we like I established in the, last, in the last episode, this isn't about rape. They talk about rape, they rape, rape, rape. They want to get sympathy points so they can convert more people to their empire. Mind you, women don't mind men. They just don't want men in power. They, they want us around, trust me, because they know they can't run this world by themselves. They know they cannot deal and manage by themselves. Majority of women these days do what, fellas? They sell hair. They do nails. They don't fix tires. They don't build cars. They run no infrastructures. They've had, they've had all the access now for at least 30 years. They have no desire to do anything more than mediocrity. Like, and put a lot of glam on it and say, look at me, I'm a boss, I'm independent, I got so much going on. What do you have going on? You're doing people hair and nails. There's nothingness, there's no necessity. There's no necessity. In a time of crisis, you're you're a bum again. You have nothing. I mean, I mean think about it. I mean, because I have something I could offer people. I can help keep people in shape. I got spiritual wisdom. Like, this guy over here, he's very strong. He's tall. He can help build something. 
this girl over here, she can cook very well. She'll be the cook for the for the community. But what about you? You're going to be doing hair and nails during the time of chaos? You have nothing else. So I don't care. You know, and, and this is what I don't realize. You can't cover up womanhood with money and degrees. Because that has nothing to do with womanhood. That's nothing to do with womanhood. And if you strip a lot of these girls down right now, you would see that they're really nothing. They're just covered in a Range Rover, a Benz, and a certain college degree. That's it. You know, and that shit means nothing for womanhood. It barely means anything for manhood. So why would it mean anything for womanhood when you were literally created to be a partner? That's, that's, I mean, that's what, it, I mean, oh, I forgot you. I'm talking to women who don't believe in God. So they probably going to not like this, but yes, I mean, I don't care if you believe in God or not. It doesn't mean it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? I, I can say, hey, I don't believe in the month of May. Does that mean the month of May doesn't exist? Like, I, I don't care if you believe in it or not. It's just there. And you guys are very ungrateful and bitter. You know, I wait, I, I guess you prayed for something one day and it didn't happen. So you're like, F God, you're one of those like, those fake atheists who say, I don't believe in God, but really, you, you believe in them. You just don't like them. Like, <laughs> I, I, I get it. You know, it's all right. We'll pat you on the back. You know, you know, you don't get no pats on the back over here. But the, the problem is these women, they and this is what they say. They say they hate the the modern woman hates men so much that they they don't they, they also hate the children. They, they hate anything that comes from us because it's just like to them is oppression. That's what they call it. They don't realize that certain people are supposed to be in power for a reason because we know what's best for you. You don't call your parents oppressors just because they tell you what to do. They tell you to do because they're older than you. It ain't. I mean, for most parents, it's not as much about control as kids think. It's literally a warning. I told this so-called pastor yesterday, I told her, I said, you know, you, you talk about sin a lot. Do you realize that sin was really more of a warning than God just trying to be controlling? Because... Think about what sin comes with. Sin always comes with natural consequences that have nothing to do with God. People think it's God punishing you when you go out and you fornicate and you catch herpes. No, God knew how chemicals mix, and especially how dangerous the vagina can be when she's allowing multiple men in there and different fluids into her body or she's not having hygiene. It's almost like a cesspool for bacteria. Um, and... The penis, a lot of people don't know this, but did you know that the reason why the, your tip of your dick is shaped the way it's shaped, it's almost like a vacuum. So every time you stick your dick into the pussy, right, especially her pussy's supposed to be tight, it's almost like a suction cup. And so it's, when, you put, when you push it in and then when you're pulling it out, which is a stroke, you know what I'm saying? You're pulling in the fluids from the back of the pussy. So if she's fucking all these guys, she's there's pre cum and mix of pre cum and different chemicals, and you know it's harder to wash the pussy obviously than it is to wash your dick. There's chemicals back there. That's why girls get yeast infections and UTIs and stuff like that. And the dick is pulling that shit in. That's why if you've ever been blessed, <laughs> I say that word loosely. I mean cursed. Um, with ever having experienced an STD of some sort, you ever notice if you, because I've had, I've had, I've had them before, um, nothing permanent, but I have had STDs, um, gonorrhea and chlamydia. And when you have it, you ever notice, fellas, if you've ever had it, unfortunately, that it affects the your urethra, I think is what it's called, which is that it, it it's the inner tube. I mean, where else is it gonna go? That's the only entrance into your body for, through the penis. So like it, it you know it burns there. It burns right up in the tip. You know you know what I'm saying? Or even your fellas, you ever like put like wash your dick a little too hard and the soap go into it? It burns right there, right? So that's that's what that's what's going on. It's pulling in. 
So, um, and that's basic science. Anybody who knows anything about anatomy, physical anatomy, tell you that what I just told you is a full-fledged fact. It's not what I'm making up. It's not what I've gathered over the years. No, I actually studied this stuff, and that's what I learned from it, plus my own experiences proved it to be true, right? So, um, I thought we were all for science, so nobody should argue with me because that's science. So, what you have to understand is that you catching an STD because you fornicated because you had sex with somebody you you're not in you're not you're not with because the whole world is upside down and we're all having sex before marriage now meaning we all are passing around all these different bacteria and that's why you have obviously a lot of STDs. Um, what you don't realize is that that's where that comes from. Um, because here's the thing about it. Based on that type of science, technically a form of infection, I'm not going to say STD, but some type of infection could be developed even within your wife who was a virgin when you met her. But here's the beautiful thing about it. That's between y'all two motherfuckers. It ain't got nothing to do with us over here because you guys are married and you're not committing adultery. See what I'm saying? You see how how this keep going? Like, sin was a warning. God is just wiser than us. He's wise beyond measure and clearly... Um, there's way more to the story than's written in the Bible for him to have even known all these things, right? If heaven was supposed to be this beautiful place where nobody sins, how did God know about sin and how did he know about these things? And even the devil was like, you know, if you eat this from this tree, you'll know more and be like God. And I mean, no, there was clearly some type of other civilization before that went wrong. You know, some people think it was Mars. Some people think it was something else. But there was some form of civilization before but went wrong. And God learned all these things. That's why he's all wise. He was just trying to warn us. You know why he don't want you to kill people now? Because he's just like, please don't kill my humans. Man, God killed humans. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with that. He was like, yo, I'm God. I can do that. I can, I'm also built for whatever can come with it. You're a human. If you kill people, it's a very high percentage that it will come back to you. It's just, it was just different warnings. It's not about oppression. See, women take what men being in control and men being the ruling class as us trying to oppress them. I tell women all the time. Well, even when we're talking more so individually about submission and, and submitting to your man and things like that, I talk to women who have a problem with that, and I explain to them, I said, well, the problem is this. You have you have chose so many bad men that you would think that a, submitting to a man is a bad thing. See, a real woman who's been down the block a few times and made a few mistakes, but yes, she eventually started picking the right man, not the man that just makes you horny and makes you stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? That's a great thing to submit to that man because that man's not, first of all, uh, or or to obey him even. You know, yes, I use the word obey because, you see, that bothers a lot of you modern women because you obey. What you trying to tell me what to do? If it's the right thing, then what's the problem? And like I told you guys in one of my episodes before, they they don't mind submitting when it's a, you call your girl right now and be like, get dressed. We're going to Florida. Blah, 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 blah. She, okay. I just told you what to do with your body. You had no problem. I just told you what to do like I'm your boss. I didn't ask you shit. I didn't, I didn't um, have any regards to what you may have going on today. But because it's something you like, you see what I'm saying? So if you have the right man, he's not leading you anywhere wrong. When he speaks to you in a commanding tone and says, hey, babe, go do this. Hey, babe, do that. Hey, babe, hand me that. He's asking you for, for productive things. See, the problem is you've been following the wrong men. And us as men have allowed a lot of the wrong men to enter into leadership. But when you have the right man in leadership, he's not leading you anywhere wrong. 
This is what I was talking about to somebody else yesterday, too. My homeboy asked me, why do you think modern women don't care about us men's problems? They're too busy to care about your problems. OK, like they have too much going on. You you know what I'm saying? And, and the thing about it is they're trying so hard to be independent, even within a relationship. They don't realize that there's a beautiful thing about letting a man be a man. And resting in your femininity. And we're going to get into that in a second. but And that's for another episode too. But you guys are trying so hard to be rebellious. I have to ask myself. And I have to ask others. You know, what's what's the real issue here? What's the real issue here? Because all I keep seeing is all these posts like men to this and men to that. Why are you so focused on men if the if the real problem is simply just abortion? This is something that both men and women do not like, period. Just like there's men and women who do like it, there's men and women who don't like it. You know what I'm saying? And then let's look at the men who do like it. I mean, these guys, you know, jokes. You know what I'm saying? Um, these are these guys are no good. Like the real solid men, if chaos was to happen right now, the type of men who are openly speaking pro-life or just simply not speaking at all, these are these are the type of men that you will be turning to. The guys who are over there with y'all screaming pro-choice, look at them. They can't bust a grape in a fruit fight. They probably don't even know how to tie their own shoes. No, seriously. I mean, they don't, let alone tie a knot on a rope. Like, these are things that, you know, pretty soon you guys are going to have to go back to the old way of looking at men. The traditional way. Who's strong? Who got skills? You know, it won't just be about money. It won't just be about um drip and stuff like that. You're going to need to find a man who knows how to do something. You know, you're going to need to find a man who will stand in front of you. You know what I'm saying? You're going to, that's the type of man you're going to want in a minute. Um, so this is really a rebellious act against men. This is just another way they're trying to take power away from men and show men like you're not going to be in power. We're not going to tell us what to do. Because I said, hey, dealing with women these days is like dealing with children. Okay. So let me see. Let me pull it up for you guys. Now, it's going to take about four minutes, but trust me, you, you will enjoy all four minutes. All right, here it is. Over the course of the next several weeks, your social media timelines are going to be polluted with wide-ranging commentary regarding the recent and unprecedented leak of a draft opinion from the Supreme Court of the United States. As you are likely very much aware by now, the opinion laid out the court's intention to overturn Roe v. Wade, the decision which federalized abortion back in 1973. Now, after 50 years, that decision is facing review under a conservative-leaning court. Much of the commentary you're going to hear will pertain to the egregious nature of the leak, it was indeed egregious, and the necessity to track down the individual or the individuals who are responsible for passing those documents to the press. I mean, just who could be behind such an assault on our democracy? Surely, that person must be brought to justice. Many will rightfully conclude that the person was an activist who wanted one thing and one thing only, and that's mob justice, the kind that would make even Black Lives Matter. 
My bad. It says keep watching. Because you know it's a video. Hello and welcome. Oh, Over the course fuck. of the next couple of weeks, Why your social media timelines are going to be polluted with wide-ranging commentary regarding the recent and unprecedented leak of a draft opinion from the Supreme Court of the United States. As you are likely very much aware by now, the opinion laid out the court's intention to overturn Roe v. Wade, the decision which federalized abortion back in 1973. Now, after 50 years, that decision is facing review under a conservative-leaning court. Much of the commentary you're going to hear will pertain to the egregious nature of the leak, it was indeed egregious, and the necessity to track down the individual or the individuals who are responsible for passing those documents to the press. I mean, just who could be behind such an assault on our democracy? Surely, that person must be brought to justice. Many will rightfully conclude that the person was an activist who wanted one thing and one thing only, and that's mob justice, the kind that would make even Black Lives Matter rioters blush. You think the George Floyd trial and the Brett Kavanaugh hearings were bad? Well, you ain't seen nothing yet. They say there's nothing like a woman scorned, but I'd like to offer an addendum. If I've learned anything throughout my career covering politics, it's that actually there's nothing like an unwoman scorned. Mm. You've never heard that word before, unwoman, and that's because I made it up. It's a term that I use to describe what is left over after a predatory education system and culture have successfully made their way through the mind of a young girl, carefully training her to reject and to fight tooth and nail against the very things that make her unique and powerful, happy, femininity, beauty. Carefully training her to reject and to fight tooth and nail against the very things that make her unique and powerful and ultimately happy. Femininity, beauty, fertility. Mm. These are our God-given traits and oh my, what a power they give us. Think Helen of Troy, Cleopatra, legends and historical accounts of empires that have clashed and fallen at the bat of a woman's eyelash. Mm. But since the 1970s, when the federal government took over our school system, young girls have been systematically taught to hate all of those things, to view beauty and femininity as a perverse order established by men. To put it simply, girls are brainwashed now to fight against themselves, against their biology, and against the very things that make it all worth it, like family, like children. I can tell you that there is nothing like the pitter-patter of my toddler's feet when I get home. There's no greater music in life. No greater reassurance, by the way, than the little kicks that I feel of my little girl growing inside of my womb right now. I tell my husband that I already know her personality just like I knew my son's when he was growing inside of me. My daughter already feels calmer, more delicate, more sensitive. And she's a bit of a procrastinator, I think, like her mom. There was a comment on my YouTube page early on in my media career that has never left me. The comment was left under a video of me discussing all of the ills of feminism with radio host Dennis Prager. I told him how, despite all of the perceived glamour of my present life, hanging out with Kanye West, invites to the White House, introductions to former presidents, despite all of that, the best part of every single day for me is getting to come home, Mm. making dinner for my family. The beauty of domesticity, which some women will never know. Mm. Buried in the YouTube comments was one woman who expressed her gratitude. I'm paraphrasing here, but what she wrote was, thank you for taking the time to warn women about the dangers of feminism. Mm. I found out myself how much of a lie it was too late. I am now 52 years old. Mm. I am unmarried. I am Mm. childless and I take pills every day to fight my depression. Wow. 
Her comment broke my heart. And it is all the commentary that you need regarding what is about to happen next in this country. Mm -hmm. Because whether you are pro-choice or pro-life, I hope when you take a look at the faces of the scores of rabid female protesters that are going to shriek and march and rage for days on end outside of the Supreme Court building, I hope that when you look into their faces, you recognize the unwoman, a woman that has bought into a lifelong lie and has, as a result, had every bit of life's choice stolen from her. Wow. A woman who has nothing left to offer but rage and fear and the howl of loneliness. Wow. Only an unwoman who has spent decades fighting against her own fertility until suddenly realizing that it's no longer an option. Only she could be so hateful and so broken as to march for a perceived right to kill millions more infants in the womb. That might sound harsh, but it's true. Women fighting against children is unnatural and it's demonic. The unwoman is unnatural and demonic. Pray for her. Pray for them. Pray especially for the younger women who are being brainwashed to become them. Pray that they all wake up before it's too late. Welcome to Candace. Welcome to Candace. Can we get a... Hold on, man. What's man? Wait till I get some buttons in this motherfucker, man. Shit. I mean, where do we begin? Unfortunately, on that on that pussy ass device I'm using, I don't know why it wouldn't let me pause the video. I wanted to kind of respond to certain things. I'm glad that you guys got to hear that if you haven't heard it already on your own pages and your own accord, because what she said was so beautiful. I mean, she said it so beautifully, and and what she said was just amazing because it, it had nothing but love behind it. There was no bias, you know, or anger. That you might hear from somebody like me. There was no too much giddy giddy from the girls who want to be too much women empowerment. It was just perfect balance of act. That's see, and that's what that's what y'all don't realize. That's what love sounds like, y'all. That's what love. See how she was calm, and I respect that, and I admire that, and I look up to her for that, and I need to work on that myself. Because um, sometimes I th I think being rude is funny. Because that's always been my sense of humor. Even when people are rude with me, I laugh at them. They'd be like, wait. You don't know I don't like this nigga. I, I, I find it funny. I'm like, nigga, yeah, yeah, I feel the same way about myself. Like, this motherfucker call me Uncle Ruckus. I laughed. I thought it was funny. I'm like, Uncle Ruckus, hey, that's that nigga. That nigga funny as hell. You know? <laughs> yeah, and he thought he was insulting me. Like, I was just like, ah, oh, no, I actually find that to be funny because I have Riley tatted on my arm. I was supposed to get Huey and Granddad, and I was debating, like, do I put Uncle Ruckus on there too? I was like, you know, I am a little bit of Uncle Ruckus. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is funny to me. Like, you got to learn how to own who you are. But at the end of the day, like Candace Owens put that in a way that was full of love and it's true. And I don't see how anybody could refute what she was saying. They have you fighting all the essence of you that you don't even realize it. And you, and you know what? They, they, well, you know what? You know how they got you to do, to do it? They got you to do it by first making men these monsters that are oppressors that are trying to control you and lead you down the wrong path and they're not worth it and they're weak and they're all these things and kill all men. They put the, the hatred, that's where that's what's driving you to do it because without that hatred, you would see it for what it is and you'd be like, wait a minute, why would I do that? Okay, if I need an abortion, I'll figure it out, but why would I do that? Because the real question is if you're not getting raped, obviously, right? If you're not getting raped, then why else would you want to get an abortion? It must be because you're not ready to be a mom or you want to keep living your best life or you fucked the wrong guy. Sounds like a bunch of poor choices to me. Doesn't sound like anything that all of us should have to, you know, 
go through an experience for. This is your life. You made those poor choices. You know what I'm saying? You slept with the wrong guy. I mean, it's your pussy. You can give it to who you want to give it to. You you choosing partying and going out and chasing a career over who you actually are. And it's the hatred of men that drives you that way. Because what made women want to even start getting careers and not be at home chilling, <laughs> living to 95 years old? You feel me? What made them? It was their being told that men ain't going to take care of you, girl. And just the, it's, it all comes back down to this despising and this, 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 it don't have to even be hatred. It could just be this bitterness or, you know, beyond bitterness, you know, it could just simply be because for a lot of you guys, it's been rooting in you, rooted in you since children, just fear. It's a fear of men, a fear that the man is going to let you down, a fear that a man is not going to want you, a fear that men ain't shit, a fear that men are abusive, offended, a fear that men are going to hurt you or harm you in some type of way. So you say, I got to go get my own stuff. I got to go. That's why I say, even in a relationship, they don't know how to act. That's why if you were to take a lot of these women out of their masculinity and put them in their femininity and their, 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 let them rest within their femininity, they go crazy. They wouldn't know what to do because, and that's why so many women, when they get great men, they throw them away. They literally throw the good man away. And they'll tell you, yeah, he was a good guy, but I just couldn't do it. Because they've been trained. They don't, they don't have any time. For some of these women, especially black and Spanish women and even some Asian women, they've been in their masculinity since they was 11, 12 years old. They, and not just in their masculinity, but more importantly, within a... a, a a hyper femininity that they weren't built for at 11, 12 years old for those girls who had to grow up raising their little brothers and sisters and cooking and cleaning as if they had a fucking mom. You know what I'm saying? They've never rested within their femininity ever. Even if, even when they were in their femininity, because raising kids and, and cleaning for them, that's feminine, that's feminine, right? That's feminine, right? We can all agree with that. But however, they've never got the chance to rest within it. Resting within it is when your man says, babe, relax. I got you. Okay. Just, I got you. I'll be right back. Watch what I do. Watch what your man do, baby. And you just sit there like, oh, okay, babe. And you, whew, all right. Okay, I can now go. Let me go make him a meal. I know when he come back, he going to be hungry. That's light compared to what he's about to go do for you. You see what I'm saying? It's just like, same thing with God. You got to get out of God's way. A lot of people don't realize they can't get their blessing because they, they want to stand in the way of God all the time and think that they do things on their own. You, God did not bless you. He would have gave you everything you wanted, but you you felt like you had to go do everything on your own. yes. Now, faith without works is dead. Don't get it twisted. However, you can't just sit there and only have the works, just like you can't just sit there and only have the faith. You know what I'm saying? And that's the balance of life. And my whole thing is this, right? And we're 46 minutes in already. I'll be on fire. My whole thing is this. You're so ready to rebel against this man. They want you to hate the man and fear the man and want to rule over the man so much. Because here's what happened, right? Anytime you take a group and you do oppress them in some way, because women, I'm not going to say women weren't once oppressed, definitely, right? But but it was, sometimes it was for their own good. They didn't realize that because now look at you, you're, you're stressed out every day. Cause now look at you, you wanted to work, you're working, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, anyways, but, um, and they, when you take a group that wants to fight for equality, when you take a group that wants to fight for equality so much, Eventually, it, it stops being a fight for equality and starts to become a fight for superiority. And that's what happens with black people. That's why we're no longer trying to be equal to the white man. We want to be above the white man. We want the white man to know we better than the white man. And that, I'm not here to talk about that nay or say, nay or yay. You know what I'm saying? But however, that's what we see with the women now. It went from in the 70s trying to say, hey, we just want to make as much money as men when we do work. Because women have been working. It's not a new thing. We, we just want to make a, as much money. It was, oh... 
And went from that to we want it all. Now they now if you look at women, they may not have said it blatantly, even though some of them have, but they want it all, bro. They want it all. Well, even in the black community, what do you see a lot of black women posting nowadays? We're the new men. We're the new niggas. Like they want it all. I mean, they didn't. I mean, the title of woman wasn't good enough for them. How many women have you seen posting their in their Instagram names, King something like what Queen wasn't good enough? Like why you why they want to be a man so much? So now we've become not only someone to fear. Now they've got enough backing that they feel like we're also their enemy and their competition. So they feel like, well, I got to out king the kings. And it's like, bro, you could have been an amazing queen. There's queens that ruled nations by themselves with no king. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, like, you, you know, you're just in such fear of being second to someone. And that means that you want to be first. That sounds like a competition to me, you know, where women, um, traditional women, Good women don't mind standing next to their man, being his shadow, being his backbone, not trying to be in front of that nigga. You know what I'm saying? So what you're talking about is women literally hating men so much that they've literally said, fuck the kids. And they don't even realize that they've even said, fuck themselves. And they, they will then deprive themselves of the things that, act, like Candace said, actually make them happy, trying so hard to rebel against men. Don't let that go over your head. You know what I'm saying? Because don't let the women tell you that anything else will make them happy. That's why you see some of the richest women in the world, and all they want to show you is their child. When they was childless, ooh, new bands, new house, who's this? Soon as they get a child, all the motherfucker posts is baby on the internet. Am I right or am I wrong? Am I right or am I wrong? Right? Okay, then. That's why all your favorite celebrities... They tell you feminism, 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 and all of them go home to a man every night. Every single last one of them. All of them have a man. All these female rappers have a man. Every last one of them. And if they don't have one, you always see them talking about what? They want one. Why don't they want a new Benz? Why don't they want more degrees? Why don't they want a mall? I mean, shit, they like to open up all these shops, just open up a fucking mall already. You know what I'm saying? Like, why don't they want these things? They all they talk about is the things that truly going to make them happy. Even like Kansas Owens says, I'm, I'm going out, hanging out with Kanye West. I'm flying to the White House. I'm doing all these great things. I'm doing all this talking. And the only thing I really look forward to every day is coming home and seeing my kids. That's it. Women can say whatever they want to say. They can go out there and get CEO, CFO. If they don't get wife... They don't feel right, bro. And the ones who try to tell you that, oh, I do, I do. Why do they always talk about it then? Last night, I, w- I decided to tune into Kevin Samuels Live. There was a woman on the Kevin Samuels Live, and she was talking about, and she's 40 years old, talking about some, um, I don't see why you keep telling women they have to get married. I don't think you got to get married. My first question was, okay, so why are you even here? That's the real, I mean, if you really don't, I mean, because that's, that's what he talks about. Why would you, I, I don't, I don't see me personally, I don't watch ESPN. I have no interest in sports. I don't care to play sports. I don't care to watch sports. I don't care to know what athletes are doing. So I don't watch ESPN. I don't disrespect ESPN. I don't knock people who watch ESPN. But why would I watch something I have no no business in? You see what I'm saying? Like, I, if you really don't want these things, why are you watching it then? Hmm. Okay. And eventually, it's funny. She said she didn't want marriage. She, she didn't understand why she felt like marriage is necessary. She also even said that she felt like in her 40 years of living, she's never met a good man, which means she's just a bad woman. But anyways, did you know about, I would say 15 minutes into the conversation, if I could guess, I'm out, maybe it was shorter than that. Um, 
But after all these hula hoops, her being combative, her being disrespectful, she eventually he eventually asked her again. And I don't know if he did this on purpose to, to see if she would keep the same answer or if it just, you know, he was, you know, because I don't think he'd really be listening to them women, honestly. <laughs> if he wasn't listening to her, he just asked again. He, he forgot he asked her. Uh, he said, so do you want to be married? And he had to ask her like three times because she kept talking. Do you, do you want to be married? Do you? Well, yes, yes, of course, eventually. Exactly. Exactly. That's why you're here. See how you want to rebel? And, and, and he was he was doing the live on Facebook and Instagram. So the girl he was talking to was on Facebook. So he kept the Instagram comments open. And there was women commenting like, she just wants to fucking argue, dude. Hang up on her at this point. When she first came in, it was just this... Why do we have to get married? See? See? Rebelling against the things you wanted. When you was a child, and this is what I tell you all the time, the beautiful nature of children is, is so pure. When you were a child, did you really, like, I mean, some of y'all probably did. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I guarantee you, most of y'all, what were your, what were the things that you looked forward to in life? Being a princess, bringing a queen, meeting your who? Your husband, having other little babies one day. When you were growing up, they didn't have lawyer to- toys. They didn't have... Uh, money toys. They had. What did you have? What was your favorite toy you bring everywhere with you? Some type of doll, a baby doll. You were a baby holding a baby. A baby doll, a teddy bear, something to look after. You took care of that teddy bear. If somebody took that teddy, you know, it's my teddy bear. You come on, Snuggles. You go over here. You play. Snuggles, are you hungry? You look. Look at that. It's literally. That's how you know it's that natural. CEO, CFO, boss bitch, independent bitch. These are things that have that have been given to you, you know, throughout the time of people trying to destroy your femininity through the hatred of men and the fear of men. Because naturally, in your most natural state, you go get you go ask any little girl, even to this day, even in this modern society, you take her to a, the biggest toy store in the world, get all the toys you want. She's going to go grab dolls. She's going to go grab kitchen stuff, fake food, the little kitchen stuff. She's going to grab she's going to grab the Barbie doll, but she want she want even look look at it this way. She was so in love with love. She want her own toys to have love too. <laughs> she a lot of girls tell you they ain't feel right until they got the Ken doll. Yeah, yeah, believe it or not, see they want you to think it was the Barbie doll. But truthfully, they didn't feel right till they got the Ken doll because that was what made the Barbie doll complete. Peep game. I had cousins that had Barbie dolls. And they also had to, they, they, they always brought out the Ken doll because it's the Ken doll that made the Barbie doll complete. You understand what I'm saying? So what it comes down to is this. What it comes down to is this. There's a, there's, is at the end of the day, in your most natural state, which all of us are most natural state was a child. And that's how I know I have the passion to do what I'm doing is because in my most natural state, I ran my motherfucking mouth. So it's, that's what I used to like to do as a child. I used to like to listen to rap music. I used to like to listen to music. I like, like watching movies. And now here I am to this day. I write music. Even if I don't ever make it as a rapper, I'm always going to write music. I'm always going to write little films in my phone or I, I go buy notebooks every now and then and tear the whole notebook up. Or what I used to really do when I was a kid and I would get on the laptop, I had a laptop, and I would get on the laptop, and I mean, I still have a laptop, but you know what I'm trying to say, and I would write stories, I'd write long stories to put all my friends on the phone, six, seven of us, hey, you call him, I'm gonna call him, it'd be four, five of us on the phone at one point, just, all right, bro, go ahead and read the story, bro, 
By the time I'm about into the second chapter, hey, I'm finna call you back. Hold on, bro. Wait, 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 wait. What happens next? I was a good storyteller and I was a good story writer and I still am. I got a I got a story, I ain't gonna lie, I'm loosely touching it, called Kayla. I wrote it when I was incarcerated a couple years ago. I read it back to myself. And I'm reading it, and even though I'm the one that wrote it, because I haven't read it in so long, obviously there's things I forgot. I'm like, yo, this is a really good story. Like, this is like a movie. Like, it's really dope. And, and with Kayla, what I did was I challenged myself. I said, I'm going to write a story. I used to write stories kind of loosely about like stuff I've experienced or want to experience or stuff like that, like my reality, right? I said, I want to write about a different reality. And mind you, I did this incarcerated. I actually did this incarcerated at a prison during a boot camp program where I had no access to a phone, obviously no access to the internet. And I had, so basically I had no access to research. And I said, I'm going to write a story. For this time, I'm going to write a story about a girl from a girl's perspective. So that was a, that was a challenge. I'm not a female. Then I'm going to make her a country girl. Then I'm going to make her someone who is going through abuse. Like, so I'm having to literally tap into all these thoughts that I've just, I don't have. I, I didn't have no girls to call it. Hey girl, what does it feel like when a such and such enters you? Or what does it feel like when I just had to kind of just guess and, and I've let women kind of read it a little bit. And they're like, bruh, you wrote this? And I'm like, yeah, but here's the impressive part. <laughs> I wrote it with no one to help me understand what y'all go through. And they're like, bruh, this is some of the most on-point descriptions I've ever read in my life about these subjects. You see what I'm saying? That's how good I am at that. So that's why I feel comfortable doing what I'm doing with the podcast, because I've always been a nigga talking shit, running his mouth. I've always been a kid at the table like that like that. You know what I'm saying? And even if I wasn't that kid, I was next to that kid. And I was also being able to chime in and jump over him as well, too. That's how I became the top rapper at every school I ever went to. I would see, oh, they're rapping. I'd be like, well, okay, hey, let me spit something for y'all real quick. But like, all right, bro. Oh, shit, that nigga hard as a motherfucker. Now I'm the only nigga they want to hear. They don't even want to hear you niggas. The niggas who thought they was rapping. I took niggas out of being wanting to be rapping. I met niggas who wanted to be rappers. They don't want to be rappers no more. After they heard me rap, they don't want to rap no more. Okay? So they're done. Like, they don't want to, to this day, I still see you and hang out with some of them every now and then. They don't rap. They don't, nothing with rap. I said, bro, when's the last time you rap? And they look at me kind of like, make a face because they know I'm trying to be funny. Like, uh huh, I made you quit that rap shit, huh? Because they thought they was rappers, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, yeah, nigga, you, you, you're not. I, I'm, I, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I rapped like an adult. Like, <laughs> I didn't, A, B, C, D, E, F, no, I was. The astronomical phenomenal. I was going in on motherfucker. They were like, why the fuck do you even know all these words? Because my fifth grade teacher, before she was even my fifth grade teacher, taught me that I had a voice, that I liked words. I was a good reader. She said, why don't you start reading the dictionary so you can expand your vernacular and your vocabulary? I said, bet. So I started reading the dictionary. So, you know, your most natural state is going to always be there, whether you fight it or not. And it's a it's a terrible thing once you lose that because that's when you lose sight of who you actually are. Now I'm not saying you're supposed to be the little five year old girl forever, but that five year old little girl was happy. Are you? I mean, seriously, or do you have to constantly get new things for instant gratification? You see what I'm saying? That's why y'all ever notice that some women all they all they are is moms. How are they so okay with that? Because you know why? Because they're within their self. That's what they're supposed to be like. So you have to stop trying to rebel against who you naturally are, 
because all it does is take away from yourself. Yes, it hurts the man. Yeah, it breaks my heart to see some of y'all like that. And of course, it affects our dating life or even our platonic life with you. But and yes, the child is hurt. But what about you? They have you literally fighting everything about you. You hate me so much. You fear me so much. All you do is end up destroying yourself. And it never clicks in your brain like, oh, shit. It never, it never, you never swallow that pill. You know, but if you was to stop rebelling so hard and trying to be mispompous and, and always right. Hold on, you guys. If you were to stop always trying to be like that, you would realize that at the end of the day, you were losing the essence of who you really are and the things that would actually bring real joy into your life, real happiness into your life. Because anybody who's ever made any real money before and bought something nice will tell you that it's cool. Trust me, it the hype is there. You know, a lot of the time the hype is there even after the purchase, post-purchase. But after a while, it's just a Benz, bro. And, or really, more importantly, it's just a car. Anybody see, you know who you know who hangs their heart on things like that? People who never had it. That's how you can tell a motherfucker never had something. The first car I ever purchased for myself, not my first car I ever had, the first car I ever purchased for myself at how old I 19, I think 19, 20 years old, was a Mercedes-Benz. Thought I was that nigga. It was an older Benz, but still I thought I was that nigga. After about two weeks, it was a car. You see what I'm saying? Like these things after a while, they can only give you but so much joy. You know, look at Kanye West, you know, all the money in the world. And what is he going crazy over? And he's a man. But that's that you see, this not just women, it's humans in general. But I'm talking to the women because they're the only ones rebelling against it. Like you don't see men like, oh, I don't want to be no dad. I don't want to like no niggas want kids. Like niggas, even so if the men are knowing this, why aren't the women? I can only imagine if men had to have the same logic the average modern woman has, none of us will get anywhere. See? So it's like I want you guys to, to take a deep dive, look into your life, and ask yourself. These things that I'm going so hard for, these people that I'm ready to go go to war against, and these ah these fucking men and these because really it's heterosexual men. Like, what would you do without these things? What would you do if these things were to say, you know what? I'm fine. We'll give you what you want. What's what's going to cover it up? Because we all need something to do in this world. Like a lot of Christians believe that we were put here to pray and worship all day. If that was the case, God wouldn't have put all these other things for us to do. You know what I'm saying? You have to have other things to do too. Even the most used people in the Bible did other things as well besides what God told them. They had jobs. They had different stuff that they went and planned. You have to have more to life. So here's the thing about it. That's why, um, when what did God do? God made Adam a partner. You know, he could have just left him alone, let him hang out with animals. God could have said, I'm enough for him. But even God knew, like, no, I can't, I can't, bro, I'm not going to be around you all day. Here, here's a woman. She's just like you. She's your partner. You know, guide her and lead her and, and, and treat her right. And she's going to do right by you. Okay? That's why the love starts with us first. Love, it, a lot of men waiting for their girl to love them. Your love has to come from you first. Anytime it doesn't come from you first, I'm not saying it won't work. But a lot of the time, that shit just become this, It just it's just off balance, right? Like, that's why we pursue the women. We we woo them. They don't woo us. Like, I think I think in today's society, it's a little bit more appropriate for it to be more of a two-way street. But at the same time, I can, I can, I'm okay as a man doing the wooing and the serenading. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like to do. Like, you know, at the end of the day, 
And that's me being able to rest within my masculinity. You know, they want to take away. I hope Darwin doesn't mind. I read this to you guys. I don't I don't think he would mind. Actually, my boy Darwin, we talked yesterday. Um, I just want to read you this part right here. Um, and we were really talking more so about this whole gay thing, but um, still, a lot of what he said makes a lot of sense, right? He said, "You have." I'm just. Gonna, I'm not gonna read all of it. Um, it is. He's. Yeah. I wish. I, maybe I should read everything, but I, I don't know. I'll read this part. He just says, "You have folks who are genuinely conflicted with their sense of self or accepting their sexual nature, but you also have people taking advantage of the system to be more sinister sexual predators." Ultimately, it comes down to allowing women to have their feminine power of beauty, fertility, and nurturing, and men to have their power of strength, manifestation, and structure. These are these are our things. These are the things that, you know, everything else is cool, but if we don't have those three things as, a, as individuals, as the man and the woman, for you it's the fertility, nurturing, and beauty, Right? Nothing else is going to be enough of a substitute except for the love of Jesus Christ. That's it. That's why you see so many women when they get to that point, that's all they can do is turn to God. That's it. That's all they have at that point. They don't have anything else because without that shit, they go into deep, dark depression like that lady that Candace Owens described, the one who has to pop pills every day, you know, antidepressants more than likely. That's why you have so many women. They they go out and drink every weekend. They go out and smoke the hookah. They smoke the weed. They do all these things. They they have to do so much. You notice these girls these days, they do so much. They have to. They have to put on the makeup. They have to wear the weave. They have to go take 15 million trips a year because truthfully, what it is, they're not happy. Because a woman who is happy, yes, she enjoys trips. Duh, who doesn't enjoy trips? She wants to take trips with her lover and her children. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to make up for that. That's why you have to do so much. And that's just going to drain you and strain you. You can't do that forever. Health problems, other things pile up. You understand? The beautiful thing about having children, and this is one of the reasons why I want children, not the only reason, but one of the reasons why I want children is because one of the beautiful things about having children is that if everything goes decently as planned, this is who takes care of you when you're old, too old to take care of yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's how life goes. And then they have kids and then their kids take care of them and it just keeps going. Like a lot of you guys are going to be fucked. You keep doing the stuff you're doing. You're going to be fucked in the long run. So I'm not going to beat y'all heads up too much, you know, but I just wanted the women of today's society to really hear that from a place of love. You know, I know a lot of us pick on you and, you know, we have our own bitterness that we have to work on as men. Not all of us, but a lot of us, myself included, you know, and things like that. And we've we've grown resentful towards you because of the way that you've become. But at the end of the day, that doesn't mean that I don't still love you. Because if I didn't love you, trust me, I wouldn't spend as much time talking about you. You know what I'm saying? But I need you. I do. I need you. And so do the other brothers that's listening. We may not like you right now, but that don't mean that we don't still need you and still want you and desire you. But we can't take you in this way. And and if you want things to go the way you want them to go, you have to stop being so rebellious. Have, have you tried listening? Because I feel like a lot of y'all just at 18 just jumped out into rebellion. Like I told this, this, this one porno girl, I know I'm like, did you even try getting a job first? Because you, you said you started. I didn't even know you started at 18. Like, did you even try? Did you try? Or you just fucking I need money. Like. 
And this girl I'm speaking of, she doesn't even come from poverty. Like she come from the suburbs. So it's like, what what did you have to go out there and do this to your body for? In the long run, you will regret this stuff. You know, a lot of porn stars regret it. You know, and the ones who don't, they have no choice but to stay in it. And that's what y'all don't realize is that once you get so deep into your rebellion, you either regret or you have no choice but to stay in it, even though you don't like it, even though it's not working out. I seen this picture yesterday of if y'all if you're into porn, you know who these women are. Pinky and Sarah J. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they were at a porn expo. And I was just disgusted, not just with them, with myself. Like, this is who I used to beat my me to? These women look like trash now. And, it, and you know what's crazy? When I say they look like trash, I'm not saying they look ugly. That's not what I'm saying or that they look hideous. But at their age, wearing these outfits, they look stupid. You see what I'm saying? Like, Sarah J was already kind of old looking growing up. Let's keep it real. Right. If you if you grew up watching porn or whatever, you know, who Sarah J is the white girl, that the fat ass to be fucking all the niggas. But now it's just like, girl, if you don't go like grow up, like grow up, grow up. It's a young girl sport for a reason. Grow up. And they don't realize that because they they they're trying so hard to be rebellious. And all these things are starting to come back to bite these girls in the ass. Oh, some of them, it bites them in the ass early. Like this one girl, she was doing the OnlyFans with her boyfriend. Now her boyfriend doing OnlyFans with another bitch. But we all watched you. You see what I'm saying? And now we watching him. Like, so it's just like, and I say we, not me. I don't buy OnlyFans, but her fans. And she was crying about it or whining about it on Twitter. And it's just like, bitch, that's what you get for putting your sex life to the public with a boyfriend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the type of nigga that would do that is not the type of nigga that's probably going to be faithful to you dumbass like you know what i'm saying and they don't even realize they don't even they don't know what they're doing you know why they don't know what they're doing because they listen to women because they don't want to listen to men because kevin samuels me any any man that speaks like this would have told you bitch you don't do stuff like that but these bad bitches that are also what they say misery loves company they want more bitches to be like them so they don't feel so stupid because if they didn't have you guys they would they they'd kill themselves i'm telling you most of the, the suicide rate for women would be through the roof but because they see more dumbasses joining them, it's like, oh, well, uh, you know, yeah, well, we all some dumbasses. Well, it's easier to be a dumbass in a room full of dumbasses. It just is. It goes for anybody. It goes for me, anybody. Trust me, it's easier to be a dumbass around other dumbasses. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to be a jailbird around a bunch of jailbirds and niggas on probation. When you go around kids who are like, jail, <laughs> Ugh. you don't even want to tell them niggas all your stories because they start, they start to look at you funny. You know, I've caught myself in that moment before. I'm not even going to lie. This happened to me before. I was around real scholars. And out here I am talking all these stupid street stories. And after a while, I started to feel real fucking stupid. Because they're all looking at me like, wait, you thought that was cool? Like, you're openly telling us that you did this to some... Like, you know what I'm saying? I had to really, I had to, you know, really go through a phase when I, in my early 20s where I had to say, like, you know what? No matter what I choose or choose not to do. Everybody don't need to know because this shit doesn't sound real to certain people. It just makes me look like a dumbass to other people. You go around a bunch of dumbass like, hey, yeah, boy, you ready? But and then you got to write a grievance. The CEOs come up in there. You get you now. It sounds okay, but when you go around real adults, you know what I'm saying? People who are like about something, you sound stupid and foolish to them talking like that in a in a in, especially in a happier way. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you were to be like, yeah, I made some mistakes and this is what I had to go through, they'll listen to you and they'll respect you. But when you're just like, yeah, yeah, man, I, you know, shit, I would do that, but shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm on, 
probation. Like, nigga, you just tell you how the fuck you like, like, what's crazy, some of them is on probation. They never would tell you. You see what I'm saying? Do you see how crazy it is? So it's like, you're as easy to be a dumbass around a bunch of dumbasses. So that's why they want you guys to do that. And you were, you refuse to listen to uh, a Kevin Samuels or something like that. I was talking to my homegirl yesterday, matter of fact. She always calls me about some Mexican nigga she, she in love with that, she, that he don't love her back. I, and I was, we were just talking about different people in the world that we look up to or listen to. And I was like, you listen to Kevin Samuels? No. And I don't want to talk about him. I said, you need to listen to Kevin Samuels. I said, you'll listen to me. You talk to me. Some of my talking points are very, very similar to him. Some, some, of, some of my talking points I have learned from him. So what's the difference? Um, well, I guess I'll give it a try. Yes, give it a try because the other people you've been listening to clearly doesn't work. And you don't really listen to me. You just hear me. So maybe you need to listen. Maybe you need somebody else. I'm not going to always be the go-to person for all you motherfuckers like in my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, I'm going to send you to someone else from now on because if I keep saying the same thing over and over again, you don't listen. I don't want to keep talking to you because clearly you just want somebody to, to, to talk to. No, you need somebody who is on the outside looking in who going to really just not give a fuck about your feelings. Like, I don't either. But at the same time, I have no choice to because I have to deal with you tomorrow. He don't. He hang up the phone. He never see you again. Like, he don't care. So I was like, you need to go listen to Kevin because you're not listening to me. You know what I'm saying? And she didn't she didn't want to do that at first. Then I got her to, to open up a little bit. I'm like, no, you listen to these bad bitches. Where do they lead you? Where are they? You listen to all these hoes and half these hoes and these bad bitches. First of all, yeah, they're where they're supposed to be because they tell you to leave your man. They tell you to be single. They tell you, all my single ladies, all my single ladies. But, you know, it's crazy. They sing the I'm my single lady, but they don't like the... If you like it, put a ring on it part. You know what I'm saying? Then they go home and be submissive to their wife, to their husband. You know what I'm saying? So stop rebelling because all you're doing is destroying your own femininity. These are the beautiful things about you. Not just beautiful to me, but also beautiful for you. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out.